All right, folks, welcome to a special episode of the Mortal Kombat Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Fantasy Roast, something that Ryan never ceases to fuck up. I'm the host this week, the Grand Poobahs, Mr. Schneider, here in the flesh, ready to drop some whoop-ass on everybody in this league, and by everybody... I mean, one guy, and that is Ryan. Ryan, you sorry, sad sack of shit. Boy, I'll tell you what, for as much trash talk as you drop in this league, you fucking suck at fantasy football. Let me remind everybody in the league that Ryan has just clinched his fourth Losing season in five years. Who gives a shit that he won one title? Okay, that doesn't make you special. But one in seven? One in seven makes you pretty fucking special, Ryan. One in ten all time against the Grand Poobahs? That makes you pretty fucking special, Ryan. And not the good kind of special, but the other kind of special. And we'll go ahead and start there with our review of week eight. Week eight, first big matchup, Poobahs versus the Wookiees. The Battle of Kansas City, a tried and true matchup that has become an annual rite of passage where the Grand Poobahs lay the whoop-ass on the candy-ass Wookiees. And they do so here, 109-1 to 82.9. This is as bad as Trump beat Hillary in 2016. Led by Patrick Mahomes, 36 points. Ryan took two Chiefs players in the first two rounds, neither one of which was Patrick Mahomes. It's cost you everything that this season could have possibly brought you. You should be absolutely devastated that your favorite team's best player is not only a guy you passed on twice, but a guy that's handed you two ass whoopings this year. We are now 10-1 all time against you. You can't beat us, and you can't join us. We came into your city, we've laid the smack down on you, and we've officially handed you a losing season and knocked you out of the playoffs. You suck. Fuck you. Go home. Stay at home. Actually, stay in Mexico. It's beautiful down there. And you may actually win some shit down there, too. Have fun on your honeymoon. You losing fuck. Next up, we have Coke Can versus LOZ Raiden. This was a big one. Raiden had to have it to take a big lead in the division. If Coke Can had won, we would have a first place tie in the Trump division. But we don't. Team Raiden edges out the victory. A lot of big players here, but none other than uh, Boston Scott. The decision to play him helps out. Alvin Kamara balls out 16.3 points to bail out Justin. And then Brandon Ayuk, 15.1 points. All leads to Justin barely pulling out the win. Derek Carr in the bye week helps Justin survive. On the flip side, Coke can. Lamar Jackson can't get it done. Steelers shut his ass down. And it was pretty much nothing besides Kareem Hunt from Coke can. 
they fall to a four-way tie at four and four for those wild card spots. Things are not looking great, trending in the wrong direction for Cocaine. Next, the Shockers and the Tiger Kings in what is the Shocker of the Week. And pretty sure Ryan lost a bet on this one, uh, saying that the Shockers would beat Bryce. We'll review that next week, but for now, Forrest continuing his trend of not scoring anything in November and on. He scores 48.8 points, a new low post-October for him, while Ryan Bryce, excuse me, I'm Joe Biden over here. Bryce takes the win 96-3 to 48-8. And for the Tiger Kings, they've won three of four. Resilience is key. Russell Wilson leading the charge. Darren Waller, a big play at tight end. Right now, Bryce 4-4. Four four. Driver's seat of his own playoff destiny. He's in if, they win, if it ends today. And he could very well turn the season around where he lost Saquon Barkley, where he lost Julio Jones, where he traded Tyler Lockett, and he can still make plays. Next up, it's the Mean Machine versus the Texas Gunslingers. Again, another one that the Gunslingers really needed to have, but Mean Machine, if they lose this game, they can kiss the playoffs goodbye instead. They persevere 108-6-89-3. A horrible showing by the Mean Machine, with the exception of Dalvin Cook, who dropped his dick and balls all over the Texas Gunslingers. 46.6 points. 46.6 points. Game ball of the week. Performance of the week. Nothing you can say about this other than Jared got his ass whooped by one man, Dalvin Debo Cook, who kicks ass and keeps the Mean Machine in a playoff hunt. And for the second straight year, the Mean Machine looking to turn it around and make a late charge for the playoffs. For the Gunslingers, they're in that four-way tie. The playoffs are still very much on the table, but a missed opportunity to take sole possession of the third spot in the seedings. And finally, we have HMD versus the Kraken. And for HMD, they've taken three of four. They've avenged all the shit luck. It looks like Matt may have finally turned a corner. 101-8 to 79-1 for Matt. He's got his quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. He's got his receiving core. Tyreek Hill and Robert Woods combined for 43 points. Matt, his guys, your guys showed up today. You started Le'Veon Bell in the revenge game. Total backfire, six carries for seven yards, 3.8 total points. But it didn't matter. You didn't need it. Your team showed up. You got the 100-point game in the bag. And you took down what one month ago was the scariest team in the league in the Kraken. Instead, for Alex, another fall in which his team starts to fade, just like those leaves do, just like that weather does, just like those skin tones. Everything starts to fade in the fall, just like the Kraken. Josh Allen looks like the guy we all thought he was. James Conner looks like the guy we all thought he was. Justin Jefferson didn't even suit up in this game. And you started Jimmy Graham. 
at tight end. Not a winning formula. The Kraken drops to four and four. They've lost three of four in a tailspin and now fighting for the playoff lives. The Kraken in that four-way tie, controlling their own destiny, but no more room for error. And now we are going to start off this election week. Still some stuff we got to figure out from Tuesday. We're not going to hold our breath while we're waiting on it. Instead, we're going to bring in our fantasy football expert, the defending champ himself, winner of Mortal Kombat X, your 2019 Mortal Kombat Fantasy Football League champion, Jared C. Edwards of the Texas Gunslingers. I just want to get started right off the bat. How do you feel about your opportunity uh, here to repeat as champs? You're sitting there four and four uh, in a four-way tie for third uh, through sixth. So still looking at a playoff spot. Uh, obviously a tough matchup this week uh, with yours truly, the Grand Poobahs. But how do you feel? Final five games, 500 record. Are you going to make the playoffs? And if so, what seed are you going to be? Um, I'm definitely going to make the playoffs. With injuries, I think I'm going to limp in probably at number six. I have some t- tough matchups coming up, but I think I can win a few and be able to limp into the playoffs for sure. Gotcha. So you're going to go ahead and give yourself the sixth seed. Uh, right now, the Poobahs, 8-0, only team to clinch a playoff spot. We're sitting pretty good uh, and really one win away from locking up a division title. Uh, on the other side, you've got Raiden at 6-2 and two with a two-game lead in the division. Do you think those are your two division winners, or are we going to get a different division winner? Um, I think you're going to be a division winner. I don't think that race is anywhere close. And then for the Trump division, so you're calling most, you're calling the Russian division with uh, roughly sixty six percent of the season in. You're going to call the Trump division or the Russian division? Um, I would say let me look at your schedule real quick. You play me, which I'm kind of injured injured right now. Then you have Danny, Forrest, Bryce, and Alex. I don't think the Trump division is going to be able to beat any Russian division for the foreseeable future. So I think you'll be able to beat Danny and Forrest and then beat Bryce. So I think you have at least three more wins, but I don't think you're going to be undefeated for the pre- for the actual season. Right. I think you're going to lose at least one game. Either me or Alex are going to beat you. There we go. Uh, so 11-2 and two looking like for the Poobahs. Flip side, Team Raiden, uh, second place overall. First in the Trump division, 6-2, and two, a two-game lead in the division. Are they going to hold it out? If not, who's coming in in that last 30% of the league's year uh, to take them over and become Trump division champions? I think possibly Cocan. If he can pull it together, or even Dark Horse Mean Machine could Ooh. possibly could possibly win out and get the their win their division. That'd be a tough road. What uh, 
obviously taking a look at Mean Machine here over the next few uh, weeks. I mean, they're they're three games behind Raiden. Obviously, they got another matchup with Raiden coming up here in a few weeks. Um, how are we, how would they pull that around? There would be a big rivalry week win in Week 12 and Thanksgiving against Raiden could tip the scales. If they do so, it's 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 clear to see that Raiden would still be in the lock for a playoff spot. Who rounds out your three playoff teams uh, in the Mortal Kombat Fantasy playoffs? Um, after those three, I would say... You've got yourself at six. I'd say the Kraken at three. And then I'd say Tiger Kings. And nice. then probably Coke Can. Okay. Those would be the six. So it looks like you're going to go Poobah's one. Mean Machine is a sleeper two. Raiden, uh, well, Kraken three. Raiden four. And then yep. you've got Coke Can five and you six. That's right? Yep. Okay, so let's break it down from there. You got your first buys. Your three seed versus six. That's you and Alex. Who would take that one? I did, I think I beat him in the previous matchup, but he hasn't done well in the playoffs. He didn't do well in the playoffs last year. I'm hoping for the same thing, being able to advance to the second round. Got it. Then Coke Can, Tiger Kings, uh, who takes that one? I want it to be almost like a whole Russian division matchup, so I want to say... Tiger Kings somehow take that if Bryce even pays attention to his team. There we we'll go. have to see how that matchup goes. There we go. So we'll hold the suspense, but Jared, uh, the defending champ, has projected his final four being the Grand Poobahs, the Mean Machine, uh, the Texas Gunslingers, and the Tiger Kings, three Russian teams getting in that final four there. Who do you think, uh, out of the four teams missing the playoffs, Right, you've got the Shockers uh, with Forrest. You've got HMD and Matt. Um, you've got Ryan's Tupac of Wookies, which just they just suck ass this year. Um, and then your final team missing the playoffs altogether, uh, looking like it's probably. And f- let me follow you here. It, who's your other team missing the playoffs? I have the Shockers, the Wookiees, HMD, and who are we missing? Who's that other team? Who's missing the playoffs? I think we might have done seven in the other right, bracket. Well, then pick your team missing the playoffs. You know what? I'm going to say Coke Can's going to miss the playoffs. Coke Can. Okay. Who's, so out of those four teams, two questions. One, who's getting uh, the Forest being the uh, last place team in the playoff bracket, round robin? And then two, who wins the Tony Award? Who has the worst record this season? I'm going to say Wookiees are going to get the Tony Award, but... Team HMD are definitely going to get the regular season worst record. There we go. Wow. So uh, you heard it here. That that's pretty much going to constitute HMD losing out. The Wookies are 
two games behind everybody else. So be really interesting there. Uh, but overall, a great uh, prediction from the champ. And then I guess we've got one more question. Are you looking at a repeat season or are you worried about the challengers? Are you, And if you don't repeat, are you going to call for a recount? Definitely call for a recount. Take it to the courts. Got to have that recount. Rumor is that you've lawyered up uh, with uh, J. Alex Edwards Esquire. Uh, so, you know, definitely a family connection there. It doesn't sound like you're going to have to pay much. Might even be a little pro bono case for you. Definitely pro bono. Awesome. Well, uh, Jared, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Do you have any parting shots you want to take? Uh, oh, we can't forget one more thing. This weekend's matchup, Grand Poobahs versus Gunslingers. Me versus you. Give me your prediction. We want a final score. We want a difference maker. What do you got for us? I project me winning by five points. Difference maker being Zach Moss. Handing the Grand Poobahs their first loss in 2020 would be the Texas Gunslingers. Jared, can't thank you enough. Hope you're wrong and look forward to following up with you on Tuesday. Thank you and good luck. Awesome. Thank you, Jared. All right, and now here we go with a pivotal Week 9 preview. Let's get it started. Our first matchup here, it's going to be the Tiger Kings against the Tupaca Wookiees. One team at 4-4 four and four in the Tiger Kings fighting for a playoff spot, while the other, the Tupaca Wookiees, all they've done this year is shit on the Tiger Kings, talk trash on how bad of a team they are, and basically declare their superiority to the point where they trade break the Tiger Kings four weeks ago and getting Tyler Lockett only to see it completely backfire. And I'll tell you what, I think this is the week that we see the Wookiees finally pay the price. The Tiger Kings are starting Mike Davis in a revenge game. Tyler Lockett at Buffalo. Tough weather. Don't think he gets it done. Chris Carson's questionable. Clyde Edwards Hilaire sucks now. And the Chiefs D going head-to-head against Mike Davis. He's going to run all over him. Tiger Kings take this one. Final score, 98-5 to 63.3. That's a prediction. That's a score. Tiger Kings over the Wookiees. Next up, it's the Kraken at 4-4 against LOZ Raiden at 6-2. This is a must win for Raiden. Win probability has it at the Kraken 110 to 76. But those projections, that's a lot of people out right now for Raiden. Brandon Ayuk out with COVID. Chris Godwin questionable with his finger. Calvin Ridley questionable with a foot injury. Devontae Freeman is questionable. Somehow Alvin Kamara is questionable. Miles Gaskin is out. 
Raheem Mostert is on IR. This is as banged up as we've seen Raiden all year. They went out today and they struck a major trade for the first time in four years. The last time that we had a trade between the Trump division and the Russian division was when Obama was in office. But here we go, Raiden sending Miles Sanders to the Grand Poobahs. I get Miles Sanders. I trade Wade Gallman. I trade Dexter Williams. And I trade CeeDee Lamb, all three of which might end up in Raiden's lineup this week. It's not going to be enough. The Kraken will persevere. Josh Allen against the Seahawks D, that's going to set him back. Derrick Henry against the Bears, it's going to be tough. The key here, Mike Evans at home against the Saints. He's going to go off Sunday night football. Going to put up enough points to where he separates himself and has a walk-off winner against Raiden. The Kraken will move to 5-4. Raiden goes to 6-3. Thanks to the Kraken winning this one, 114-105 to over Raiden. Next, we have Coke Can at 4-4, four four, Mean Machine at 3-5. If the Mean Machine can take this one, They'll be tied with Cocaine. They'll be looking at a playoff spot. They got a 53% favorite to pull this thing out. And guess what? I think they do it. Tom Brady against the Saints. Nobody's hotter right now in football. Dalvin Cook against the Lions. He put up 46 against the Packers. Who knows? He might put up 70 this week. Wouldn't put it past him. Terry McLaurin just got named team captain with the Washington football team is what they're called uh he could set up a representing day that's one of those inspirational games he's going to reach down from within and pull it out and show his balls to everybody his touchdown balls he's going to have two of them ronald jones in the flex against the saints he's going to go off on the flip side lamar jackson ice cold against the patriots we don't know if christian McCaffrey's coming back We do know Chase Edmonds is playing the Dolphins. Sneaky, one of the best defenses in the league. DeAndre Hopkins in that as well. I think it's an off week for Coke Can. I think Bean Machine keeps the 100-point streak going. 105-83, to a hand victory against Coke Can and Dane. Next up, the 8-0 Grand Poobahs against the 4-4 Texas Gunslingers, the defending champs. A rematch of Mortal Kombat 9 and a 54% win probability for yours truly. I'll tell you what, this one's going to be the one of the best matchups of the year. Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, two MVP candidates. Todd Gurley, former stud. Rolling for the Poobahs. Adam Thielen against Detroit. That could be a huge game as well. DK Metcalf, a rising star in this league against the Bills. But I'll tell you what, Jamichael Hasty is the RB2. James Robinson is the RB2. Zeke Elliott having his comeback game. Rob Gronkowski against the Saints. Marquise Brown breakout game against the Colts in the Dome. It's all starting with Devontae Adams on Thursday Night Football. And it all ends on Sunday Night Football when Rob Gronkowski, Gronk Spikes, win number nine for the Poobahs, 9-0, take down the Gunslingers. Kyler Murray's going to have 
a tough sledding game against the Dolphins. And I think at the end of the day, we take down the Texas Gunslingers. Grand Poobahs score 116. The Gunslingers, 88. Blowout win, 9-0, locking up the division. And now the game of the week. Playoff implications are on the line. A matchup of teams tied for 7th between HMD and the Shockers. Rivals, Matt versus Forest. Blue versus Purple. Evil versus More Evil. HMD, 55% win percentage. If we've learned anything this week, it's that you can't trust the analytics. The pollsters don't know what the fuck is going on. But I do know this. HMD has a significantly better team than the Shockers. There's nothing Forrest can do to win this game. He's going to get his ass kicked. He's established that he doesn't score points after October. It continues here. HMD, one of the hottest teams in the league, takes the W. They get to 4-5, and five, burying the Shockers at 3-6. and six. Matt, moving into second place in the division, controls his own destiny, may make the playoffs, may go on a late run, takes down the Shockers handedly, thanks to big games from Tyreek Hill, David Montgomery, and the wild card of the week, Damian Harris against the Jets on Monday Night Football. Matt wins 108-61.4. to That's a wrap. And now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Lock of the Week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. And I'll tell you what, this is Ryan's thing. I'm going to hijack it. My Lock of the Week, Ryan's a bitch. That's a wrap. Hope you all have a good weekend. Signing off, word to your moms, your host, the Grand Poobahs. I'm out.